What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Ben Talks With. Before we jump into today's episode, I just want to take some time to kind of give you a rundown of what the next few episodes are going to be talking about. A couple weeks ago, I was able to talk with my Aunt Lisa and my Uncle Ralph about their life story, my Aunt Lisa being raised um, in the Lobdell family with my mom, stuff like that. And one of the things that I've understood after listening to it and getting feedback is that my Aunt Lisa and my mom saw two different things growing up. My mom saw things one way, my Aunt Lisa saw things one way, and it's kind of crazy. They grew up in the same house, but they had a different perspective of what exactly happened. And that kind of got an idea brewing in my head that I wanted to expound on. And that idea is to get a better understanding and to get a perspective of the siblings of my parents. My parents always saw themselves as the black sheep of the family. And I've never really sat down with my aunts and uncles to see if they always thought the same thing or not. And so I reached out to my aunts and uncles and asked if they would sit down with me and share this perspective and to share their thoughts about growing up and their thoughts about relationships and things like that. And so my goal over the next couple of episodes are to gain this different point of view to see a different perspective of what exactly everyone saw while they were growing up and how it impacted each and every person. So we'll just get right into this episode with the one, the only, Andy Ann. Um, I want to apologize if my phone goes off. Work has gone to hell in a handbasket in the last hour. So, um, staying busy, it, busy. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> we have like four guys, and we're trying to do all, all solve all the world's problems at the same time. <laughs> oh, well, good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you. How are you? It's been I'm a while good, since I've good. seen you. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm Good. just hanging out in Smithfield, Utah. Yeah, the how's life. the house? It's great. It's yeah. uh, it's too big for me, but I I got a I don't know if you know I got a dog. She no. Helps fill this, she helps fill the space. What kind of dog? A husky. Oh. Yep, a little oh. six-month-old husky. Little you might loud. hear her whine or something in the background, but yeah, yeah, yeah. She helps with the, she helps kind of fill up the, some of the space that would have been empty. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's nice. It's been great. Okay. So, good, good. Well, I appreciate you doing this with me. I'm really oh, yeah, excited no to. Problem. I'm excited to sit down with all of you guys. It's been. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, Pat um, said. Uh, Pat said February is going to be epic because he's in it. <laughs> <laughs> or no March. 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 Yeah, I like right. it. Um, let me kind of. I'm just going to kind of give you a little bit of background of 
kind of why I decided to do this. Um, I don't know how much you listen to any of these, but um, I sat down with my Aunt Lisa and Uncle Ralph, who's my mom's sister mm-hmm. and her husband, and kind of just talked about their life and my Aunt Lisa growing up with my mom and then when they were first married and whatnot, and they kind of just gave their side of the story and what they remember. And my mm-hmm. mom uh, either called me or texted me, and she was like, that's very interesting because I remember all of that at a completely, like I remember that completely different. Right. Um, and I'm like, oh, that is interesting because I've only heard, I've only heard my mom and dad's side of stories of them growing up. And um, mm-hmm. I've never really sat down and talked with my mom's siblings or you guys at all mm-hmm. about what exactly you guys saw or felt growing up. And it kind of sparked that interest in me of like, I wonder what everyone's point of view was. Mm-hmm growing up you know especially yeah. with especially with you guys because you're the oldest of eight right and between jacob's the youngest right right yeah and there's such a big gap between you and jake 15 and years. so like yeah so like how how did that all kind of what does that mean is you know your relationship with jake is way different than pat and jenny's relationship with jake Right. And your relationship with Richard and the twins are way different than Jake's. And so right. getting that different perspective of all that, mm-hmm. kind of, that's what kind of triggered this idea that I've had to talk with all you guys. Oh, okay. Um, so, like I said, you you are the oldest of eight. Yep. Of the family. Um, were, were you born in Utah? No, I was born in Casper, Wyoming. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that I did not know. Yeah. So Casper, Wyoming. Casper, Wyoming, and then, um, what was Grandma and Grandpa doing in Casper? I don't know. I really don't know. Did you stay? Do you remember? I don't if they think stayed we, in Casper long. I don't think we stayed there a long time. Okay, gotcha. Because I think we lived there. We lived in Evanston for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. I think Richard, I don't even remember where Richard was born. Because um, we used to live in a little white house, and I don't I don't know the street. Dad could tell you, but I don't know the street. <laughs> um, and then we lived in Logan, because, you know, Dad and my dad went to, you know, Grandpa went to college right. in Logan. And then just, we moved around a lot. Yeah. Nevada. Um, and I think Nevada was my dad was born. Yes. I think he was born in Nevada. He, and he then, in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember you guys, I remember hearing stories of like people bouncing around and people being born in different places and things like that, yeah. which yeah. I found pretty interesting. Um, so of your siblings, obviously, who, who are you like the closest with um, as far as like when you were growing up? I mean, there was Richard and the oh, twins. Growing up? Hmm. I don't, you know, I don't know that I was ever really, I don't remember ever being really close. Maybe Richard, but Mm -hmm. even then I think because I was, uh, you know, a girl. Right. Um, But I don't remember ever like being close or not close. Um, You know, we went, Richard and I went to high school together. You know, we were always kind of together. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I was ever in high school. No, I wasn't in high school with the twins. So if I had to say, it would probably be Richard. Just by circumstance, just because yeah, 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 you yeah, were closer yeah. in age. Yeah, and, and you gotcha. know, we didn't have any of the same. Uh, he was such a, you know, I would say a book. He was a book nerd. He always had his his uh, nose in a book, and mm-hmm. I was so not. I was so not that. <laughs> you know, he was good in school. I was not. Uh, <laughs> he was super social. I was not. So Uncle Richard was super social. Oh yeah, he always had. Really. Oh yeah, he always had like. He would drive the station wagon, and he'd have all. It, he, it would be like say a seven passenger, eight passenger wagon. The rest of them would be girls. <laughs> he was always the yeah, 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 yeah. He always had, That's funny. Yeah. One of my I don't, I don't know um, I don't know how true this is, but one of my favorite stories that my dad tells me is when Grandpa worked construction. Mm-hmm. Um, he would uh, and. Grandpa wanted, like, they were either knocking down some walls or whatever it was. Whenever, my dad always says, like, whenever Grandpa needed someone to swing a sledgehammer, he'd go down the list and he'd be like, not you, not you. Where's Deanne? I need her to start swinging the sledgehammer. <laughs> because he's like, he's like, no one could swing. No one, that, no one could outmuscle Deanne. <clears throat> yes, that is, that's the truth. And <laughs> I, I look at it now... You know, I would do it as a, as a kid. I mean, we used to have, because his partner was Paul Braithwaite. And mm-hmm. Paul had a son named, I want to say Paul. I'm not sure. I just remember he was a scrawny little nothing kid. <laughs> and he would kind of like, um, we'd have these competitions when he'd have, you know, a buddy of his would show up at the site, at the construction site. And he'd have these competitions where we'd swing the sledgehammer. And, of course, you know, he's my dad, and I, you know, wanted to please him or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I always did it. Right. Um, and, of course, I always won. <laughs> but I look I look at it now as an adult, and I'm thinking, why did I do that stuff? <laughs> you know? Right. Uh just like and why would he ask me to do that kind of stuff you know i like right. i'm like i'm a like i'm a uh, like i'm a toy you know i'm on <laughs> his show his showpiece or whatever but yeah that's true that's true so as as the oldest sibling of eight um looking back on it now what did that kind of mean to you as far as as you know, setting that example for the ones that were younger than you. What did you feel like your responsibility was as the oldest sibling um, or things like that? I don't know that I ever looked at it as a responsibility. I just know I was put in, you know, like that caregiver role where I was taking care of kids and, you know, taking care of, uh, you know, there's only like what 22 months between me and rich and i remember my mom went um to a i don't know relief society or something she came back and she commented to my dad about how terrible the diaper change was she said d i mean look at richard's diaper it's it's so bad and he said i didn't do that deanne did and he's like she's like (laughs) 
wow, all right, well, she did pretty good there. <laughs> you know, I've always just been put in that kind of um, caregiver. Mm-hmm. You know, I always had kind of that responsibility of, you know, taking care of the other, you know, the younger kids or, um, but I don't know that I ever had a, um, felt like I had to, you know, I was a pretty good kid anyway. So I, I wasn't one that rocked the boat, so to speak. I mean, I had my issues, um, but I tried to, you know, be the good little girl and do everything that my mommy and dad had wanted me to do. And um, so I don't know that I ever had where I thought, oh, I've got to be an, an example for everybody else. I don't know that I ever thought that. Gotcha. Um, when you had finally left, kind of left home, who was the youngest at the time? Do you remember? Jacob. Jake. Oh, okay. So you stayed until you had, you were around oh, yeah. with all of them. Yeah, young. Jake was probably, oh gosh, four. I remember taking him when I went to college. I would sometimes, I would come up and bring them down. Jenny and Jake would come stay with me for the weekend or gotcha. three or four days or whatever. He was probably three or four. Oh, okay. When I Fair left. Enough. Yeah. Um, so as you have gotten older um, throughout the years, the the relationship that you now hold with your siblings, mm-hmm. um, I know that you guys do your uh, like a sibling call every week, mm-hmm. which is a pretty new thing. Um, so, what's the difference between your relationship as you were growing up, and then your relationship now um, with all with all your siblings? Well, I can definitely say it's, you know, like I think with every, it's deeper, you know, we have more in common. We have, you know, kids. Yeah, I'm the only one with grand, well, Steve's got grandkids, but so that we have that in common. But, you know, we've all kind of had kind of same life experiences, you know, being married. Um, And I was just telling Jake this morning how... One good thing that came out of COVID was that we started doing these Zoom calls and we've kept it up. And I said, I love doing them because, you know, we um, keep in touch, you know, and some of the some of the calls are boring. <laughs> some of the calls are like, <laughs> you know, you don't do anything. You don't say anything. Nobody has anything to say. It's right. kind of forced. Um, but we all show up the next week and you know, bring back memories. And so I think our relationships have definitely gotten stronger. Um, the older we got and even, um, you know, and you, you got to put work into them, of course, but, but, uh, yeah, definitely much, much better. The older we've gotten for sure. That's good. Yeah. That's something that I know that my dad has really valued a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, my dad has always said he he saw himself as the black sheep of the family, yeah. for whatever reason. Um, yeah. And uh, I remember it was years ago. I want to say it was right before I went on my mission. I think. Uh huh. Um, I remember there was like this big. We had this big. I don't want to call it a fight. It wasn't necessarily a fight, but uh, my uncle Pat and my dad kind of had this conversation yeah. and. Yeah. I remember, like, sitting in the room. Yeah. And my dad just, like, sitting there, sitting there. And I'm just like, 
what are you doing? Like, what's going on? And like, I just remember my dad taking it and then he finally like, unloaded and I was like, oh, oh boy. Right. And, um, I, and I don't know if that was ever something that everyone has always seen. If my dad just kind of felt like that behind no. the scenes. I do think your dad felt like that because, the, you know, between all of us, there was like two years, it, Close to two years. Mm -hmm. And I don't know for a hundred percent positive, but I think my mom had a miscarriage between Pat and or Steve and Pat. Mm -hmm. No, Mike and Jeff and Steve and Steve and Pat. So there's quite a bit of years between there's more years. So he's kind of got his own little spot. If that, if that makes right. sense. Yeah. So if there's only a two year difference between all of us, there's a three year and a three year. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if that is, if that's it. I never considered Steve a, a black sheep in the family. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of that went, what went on then. There's a lot of backstory that I don't know, you know, right. that, you know, that was told and retold and, mm -hmm not really the truth told, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, um, but, but I'll even go, you know, like we were saying how, um, we sometimes don't get along with each other, but I know that in drop dead, you know, you need something. We're all, we're, we're there for each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, sure. it was, yeah. That was well, and I, I find I find that interesting because that was the only that was like the only story I've ever heard. Or mm -hmm. I've only heard like my dad's side of the story. So like right. when my dad was, would tell these stories, I'm like, oh, OK, OK. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then me, Becca, and Nick went through uh, went through a little portion in our lives. When Nick turned 18, he kind of opened up to us and, you know, told us you know you're not really my family you're just my family because i was born into it and i kind of have to be but i don't consider you family and me and my sister were like whoa dude like what? Yeah. like i was coming home from i'm coming home from school to watch you play football and to watch you wrestle like i'm traveling to come see you do these things I'm like i don't do that if i don't like you and he's like no you don't like me like you're just my brother because you have to be but like i'm like he's, that's the only relationship we have like you're you're mm. forced to love me because mm. we're siblings Absolutely. but like you don't choose to and it from my point of view, I had never saw that. And I'd never mm -hmm. seen it from Nick's point of view. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I'm, that I've learned a lot is like, he, he just, he was in his own world at a time mm -hmm. and he was seeing something from a different point of view. And I never got that perspective. Mm -hmm. And, um, I found that very interesting as I got older and I'm hearing different stories from my mom's my mom and her sister and from you guys, I'm just like, Oh, everyone had this own little, like everyone had this own storyline that mm -hmm. they followed mm -hmm. and everybody saw it differently. And I saw right. it, I found it pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, but it is, yeah, cause you'd said, you know, you never saw my dad as the black, sh black mm -hmm. of the family and mm -hmm. which I would probably guess That'd be the mo mo most of the cases. Everyone's like, no, like your dad's not the black sheep of the family. Like he's not mm -hmm. any different than any of us. But I think that that gap. Um, he also kind of said that you know there was he basically had like two lives. We had a Utah life and a California life. And I um, do think that yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause he just kind of moved right in the middle of his high school. 
mm-hmm. era. And he's like, so it was different for me. I said, okay, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know he values, like, I know he values these these calls a lot because he's like, right. it's just the time for us to get together and right, right. be siblings like we never really had the chance That's... to when we were younger or growing right. up. Right. Um, so as you guys have gotten older, I know that uh, you're at the you're you're the oldest. You're at the top of mm-hmm. of the family, and Jenny is at, pretty much at the bottom. I mean, Jake's younger than her, but she's your only sister, right? Right. right. Um, when how how has that relationship been? Knowing that like you have just a bunch of brothers, and then you have Jenny. Well, is there like a special relationship there because she's your I, own sister? I remember every time my mom had a baby and it wasn't a girl, I was I was. <laughs> devastated <laughs> you know and that was back in the day where you didn't know what you were having you mm-hmm. know not like now and so when they had jenny oh i was the she was my baby i took her everywhere <laughs> um there was 13 years difference between us and i remember my first job she had to have been two or three and um oh my gosh i took her everywhere with me took her everywhere <laughs> I mean, people thought it was mine. <laughs> took her, everyone bought her clothes. So, um, yeah, she was definitely, I guess, at that point, like, my favorite. She was, you know, right. she, she was mine. I so, figured that'd be the case just because, like, it, it's that anticipation of waiting for, like, yeah. there's mm-hmm. Richard, Mike, Jeff, my dad. Yeah. Pat, and then at that point you're kind of like, okay, like I'm never getting a sister. I'm and then you never finally... getting a sister ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I always kind of figured, especially with the you know just the size of the family, that was kind of be the case mm. that yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That relationship meant a whole lot more. Well, yeah, maybe a whole lot more than the other ones, just because it was There's your only right. sister. Right. Right. Um. So kind of trans, kind of moving on from your kind of your siblings and the relationship with your siblings. Um, I want to kind of talk about, uh, your relationship with, with grandma and grandpa. Um, I know, you know, grandma passed away a couple of years ago now. Um, which again, was surprising to all of us. And yeah. I remember, I remember getting the phone call from my sister and it was like three or four in the morning and I'm waking up and she's crying and I'm like, what's going on? And she told me, you know, grandma passed away. And I'm like, that's not, that's not a good joke to tell me at 4am. Like, that's not, right. she's like, no, I'm not joking. Like it was just so sudden. Um, and us getting together for her funeral. I, I remember reflecting on all of those stories that we had with grandma, like all of the silly things that she'd do and all of the, you know, the Indian call that she would do at all of the games that but now people might like, like <laughs> yeah yep and um you know and i again i know my i know my dad i i kind of vaguely know my dad's relationship with grandma and grandpa um but again i don't know any of your guys relationship with mm-hmm. with them so i was kind of wondering um what your what that relationship was with with grandma and grandpa um i I didn't really have a super close relationship with mom growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was not a nice person to her. I was, 
I was awful. I was an awful child. Um, I remember, you know, getting spankings and I, and I deserved every one of, I was not a nice person to her. Um, so I didn't have the greatest, I don't think I had the greatest relationship with her. Um, I did, you know, as I got married and became a mom, then, then of course, you know, I would realize, you know, the crap that I put her through and, you know, I would call her and I'd say, you know, I'd say something. She said, what did Whitney do today? (laughs) And I would just be like, oh my God. Well, I would say, you know, I'm so sorry for everything I did. And she goes, you know, that's, she said, what did Whitney do today? Um, but growing up, I don't really think I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't super close with my mom, with mom. I wasn't really super close with my dad either. Um, I do think looking back now as an adult, I do think I was, as far as the things that I did growing up was, I was always trying to get my dad's was trying to get his approval that I just never felt, I never felt accepted. And I think I, I always thought it was because I wasn't a boy, you know? And, you know, my brothers didn't really want to be in construction that at least that to my knowledge, you know, they didn't want mm-hmm. to do construction. So then I did it, you know, he, they, you know, some of the things that they didn't want to do, I, you know, I did it. Um, I remember as a young kid taking him for uh i think i was in head starter kindergarten i took him for uh show and tell i do remember that mm-hmm. and that, i remember that was fun but as far as a close relationship no and i don't even think i have a close relationship with him now so <laughs> uh but um you know for me mom was definitely the glue mm-hmm. you know definitely the glue as far as you know you know, even mine and dad and my, you know, grandpa's relationship. So, um, you and grandma, like grandma was a big quilter. Oh, uh-huh. like I remember her doing, I mean, she was, yeah. especially as a kid, maybe not so much in Evanston, but in, um, when she lived in that San Lorenzo house in California, yeah. like, I don't remember a time that that whole quilt jig that grandpa made wasn't set up. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. and you do a lot of that cool thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Is that something that you picked up on your own and just like found that like, or did you see that grandma's doing it and you learned from her? And I, yeah. Oh, I definitely learned a lot from her. I mean, she taught me to sew. I remember my, I made my first, um, it was a wrap around a red denim wrap around skirt. And it was a, a zigzagged, black stitching for the pockets in the front zigzag top stitching <laughs> she was still she when they moved back to evanston mm-hmm. when they retired and they moved to evanston i don't know she had in the closet or something he said mom you still have this she said i still wear that i said mom, <laughs> i was like i was like 10 I said, mom throw that away <laughs> It's terrible. <laughs> That's funny. that away. So no, That's she, funny. I mean, you know, she taught me, um, she taught me a lot, you know, she taught me, you know, I mean, she taught me how to be a good mom. You mm-hmm. know, she taught me what it was to be a mom. And I do think that that may have had been a reason why we weren't close is because, 
you know, she was a, a young mom. You know, she had me when she was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, you know, she's having kids and I'm just kind of there to, to, you know, to kind of help her out. So, right. um, so I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, she definitely taught me. I picked up the sewing and the quilting and, you know, all of that stuff, certainly from her. Very sure. nice. Um, I'm going to take a quick pause. I just realized I left my dog outside for a second. Oh, I'm going to no. go, go grab it real fast. Okay. All right. I, I could hear her whining in the background. So I'm like, what is that noise? And I'm like, oh, crap. I took I her outside that. and I forgot to bring her back in. Um, so I kind of want to move along from, you know, I, I get a bit, I got a, I get a better idea of kind of your thoughts on you know, your, your siblings and kind of where you landed. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I find it very interesting that, um, especially because you're the oldest of eight, more so than anything, um, I feel like the oldest of a big family, like, they tend to have that, um, like that caretaker mm-hmm, mm-hmm, characteristic mm-hmm. to them naturally, just mm-hmm. because there are just so many kids around that Right. you, 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 unvoluntarily signed up to be like a second mom slash babysitter slash whatever. Right. Um, and so you, so I don't, I don't necessarily think there's a lot of people would say there's a lot of resentment there, but Oh no, I definitely don't resent it. Yeah. It, but it, it is sometimes can be hard of like, you know, maybe you don't have that relationship that you would have had if there was only three of you guys or whatever well, it was. For instance, like having kids, you know, mm-hmm. I had, you know, four kids, mom never came out when I had a baby because she always had little kids at home. So she couldn't come out, you know, she couldn't come out and help. Mm -hmm. Uh, She came out with, when I had Michael, you know, she came out for a couple, three days. And I, you know, I, I think I'm sure Jacob was older. Um, But yeah, so I wasn't afforded that. Whereas, you know, like say Jenny, you know, she has kids, you know, my mom yeah. could go out and help her. And, right. You know, so I was just, there was just some things just by sheer where I was, where she was at in her life that I, mm-hmm. I didn't get that. You know, and I lived, I didn't live close by either. So, which right. was different. So, so I kind of want to move into um, your marriage with Stuart. Mm-hmm. Um, now you were the, you were the first one of the bunch to get married. Right. Um, you were bringing in, like it was that was the first time like you were bringing in somebody who wasn't part of the family who is now part of the family um so i want to kind of get your who's also african-american <laughs> <laughs> yes there's also also that aspect yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um so first i want to so how, how did you and stewart meet college Oh, that's so, at, uh, but it was uh, SU, it's now SUU, but it's SU, it was SUSC back then. And that's the that's in St. George. Cedar City. Cedar City. That's right. Cedar City. Yeah. Yeah. Um and how long how long did you guys know each other before um before we you met, guys got married? We met in uh like April ish of nineteen eighty three. Maybe even before that. No, it was before that. So it was 1982, 1983. And then we got married in 1986. 
Okay. So you guys have known each other for a while before. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, and Uncle Stuart was in the military, right? Because uh-huh. you guys, like, was it Ryan or Lindsay was born in Germany? Lindsay. Lindsay. That's right. Um, and so you guys were traveling quite a bit yes. early on in your guys' marriage. After he, yeah, he graduated college, couldn't find a job, joined the military. Then we um, kind of, he wasn't asking me to marry him quick enough. So, <laughs> so I broke it off and then we got back together in. Um, I didn't know that. Happened. I didn't know you guys took a yeah, break. I, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I broke it off. I was like, you're not going to ask me to marry you. I'm done. I figured he'd give me a ring at the Christmas time, and he gave me, uh. a, sw- and he gave me a sweater. I said, <laughs> And then you um, wised up. <laughs> yeah, so then we got engaged, like, uh, in the summer of, uh, gosh, 86. And then we got married in September. Steve actually... He was stationed in Kansas. Your mm-hmm. your dad actually drove with me to Kansas. Yeah, I remember him telling that story. Yeah, that you that he traveled with Kansas, you. and then he flew home, and um, so. So yeah. how was that being, you know, Uncle Stuart? I mean, they were in business together in California, so I yeah. know that I, I know they cut along. It um, well, it, it took a while because nobody. Right. Knew, Nobody was at my wedding. There was me. Oh, really? Stuart. No. Mm-mm. Oh, I didn't know that. No, it was me, Stuart, his brother, and maybe four or five of his buddies. That was it. Oh, really? Yeah, none of my no, none of my family went. Oh, I didn't know that. How did how was how was that for how was that for you, not having your well, family I mean, it, there? It was it was sad, but you know mm-hmm. I knew, and I don't think it was it wasn't my siblings were okay with it. You know, um, I'm not quite sure who had met him. I know Steve, your brother, your dad. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Richard had met him before. Uh, the little kids, you know, Ryan or, um, Jenny and Jake. Cause mm-hmm. I had brought them to my apartment when he was there. Right. Um, but I don't know if, I don't know if anybody else had ever met him ever. Oh, okay. Because mom and dad, um, my mom and dad didn't meet him till I was eight and a half months pregnant with Whitney. <laughs> oh my boy, third, my third child. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Um, that uh, that's so interesting. Cause I, again, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. No, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Um, was that something that just there was never an opportunity, or just? There was, there was a lot of, I don't know. Uh, we don't have, does, we don't have to talk about it. Uh, I'm not worried does about grandpa, it. But. Does, does grandpa listen to this? I don't think so. Okay. Well, so when I was in college and I was, I, I joined the black student union. Mm-hmm. It, cost, it cost me $5. It was a, it was, it was a a club they were trying to bring back on campus. There was only 28 blacks on the whole campus. Now Mm -hmm. in that, there was only 6,000 blacks in the entire state of Utah. Oh, wow. So I joined the club. 
no big deal. My parents are not racist. We're, you know, we were, everybody's equal, blah, blah, right. blah. Um, I get a phone call because I was on a float. I was on the Black Student Union Thanksgiving parade in Cedar <laughs> City, Utah. And someone from my ward saw me mm-hmm. and told mom and dad. And then dad called me and said, I can't believe you joined uh, N Club. And I was, oh. I was shocked. I was mortified. And, I, and of course, devastated. Mm-hmm. But um, so I knew from the get go that it was a. Uh, it wasn't going to be an easy relationship, but I think what turned it around was Ryan. You know, mm-hmm. I had Ryan. Stuart had been uh, gone to Germany. I went out mm-hmm. and stayed with mom and dad for a couple of weeks before I moved to Utah, and dad just dad fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was it. Now I was pregnant with Ryan. And my mom and grandma called uh, Stuart and talked to him on the phone and said, look, I want a relationship with you because you're going to be the, you know, you're going to be the father of my grandkids. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, she said, I really want to work on a relationship. Now, they, you know, I know my mom loved and adored Stuart, mm-hmm. you know, and I know, you know, my dad worked with him. I don't, I'm not as confident about the love and adored him, but I know <laughs> I know my mom, I know my mom, you know, certainly did. My grandma certainly did. Right. The reason I ask, um, because you were the, you know, Stuart is the first new family member that comes into, you know, into that Mm -hmm. world. I, when Becca got married to Tyler, I had known Tyler. I mean, Tyler, we went to high school together. We played soccer together. Um, Becca and I were so close in age that her friends were my friends. So like I knew who Tyler was. Um, but when Nick married Megan, I didn't really know Megan a ton. Mm-hmm. I didn't know a lot about her. So like that first, um, and Nick's terrible at communicating things. So like, I didn't know he was dating Megan and then I didn't know he was engaged to Megan. And then like, there was a lot of things where I'm just like, Oh, cool. Like, so I didn't know a lot of this, but yeah. when Megan, you know, she got into the family and she's coming to all of our family unions and events and stuff like that, because I didn't know Megan, it was a little bit more difficult for me to be like, to have a conversation with Megan and to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like meeting a whole new person. Whereas Tyler was a lot easier. So that's where I was wondering, um, what was your kind of perspective as your siblings and your parents met uncle Stuart? Was it that really kind of like, I'm not really sure what to say or how to like kind of bring him into the family or was it always, was it pretty easy? And was he kind of I brought in pretty quickly? Well, like I said, he didn't, he, I was living with mom and dad. When Stuart got out of the military, I had to fly over because I was pregnant with Whitney. I had to come home early because he was getting, Mm -hmm. he was PCSing, I guess they call it. So he was going to a new duty station. So I came and stayed with mom and dad in California for, I don't know. I I mean, I had Whitney in, in, uh, in Long Beach. So, okay. Um, but I was probably out there living with them for a couple of months. So like I said, nobody, I think your dad, I don't know if Mike and Jeff had ever met. I don't know. The two little ones, Jenny and, um, Jake had met him. Mm 
Um, but I don't know that anybody else had, had even met Stuart. So that was the first introduction was right. eight, eight and a half months pregnant with Whitney. He came <laughs> and stayed, you know, we stayed at the house and then I had Whitney and then I think she was 10 days old and we left and drove to Louisiana. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> so, and I don't remember who was home at the time. I think it was just Jenny and Jake. I don't even think Pat was, there. I don't know. Um, so I don't even know when the first time my whole family, you know, met Stuart. Gotcha. Um, Cause he, he eventually ended up working at summit with right. Rich, my dad, mm -hmm. grandpa, Uncle Jim. those were right. Yeah. Jim. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so I, and I, and I mean, I haven't seen uncle Stuart and when did you guys sure. leave California? Uh, gosh, he, he, he moved there. He moved out here in 2008. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen him since 2008. Did you come to Whitney's wedding? Mm -mm. I was building the house. No, not, not. Oh, mine. oh, oh, no, you're right. You're right. Yes, I did. You're right. Okay. No, so he was, there, he was there. He was there. That mom and grandpa and grandpa's 50th wedding anniversary. Okay. So it's been, well, it's been a hot. But I mean, it's been yes. ten years. Yeah, that's been a hot minute. Yeah. But but I always I always loved Uncle Stuart. Uncle Stuart, he would always pick pick on me and Nick. We'd go up to <laughs> you guys' house. Yeah. And then he'd always just like grab our ribs and he goes, "You guys need to get fatter so I can cook you guys up Louisiana style." <laughs> I'm just like, nice. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. Um, but it's been a he while. But I I mean I remember something. always, I always remember loving Uncle Stuart. Like it was, mm -hmm. it was always fun going up there to. Um, I can't for the life of me remember what the city you guys named it. Temecula is that the is that the city? Lake Elsinore. Lake Elsinore. Temecula is the high school. Uh, Temecula. Right? There's a town in Temecula, uh, Temescal Canyon. Oh, okay, that's right. Like, yeah. So you guys were up in Lake Elsinore, and like we would go up there, you know, every once in a while to have right. dinners or hang out or whatever right. it was. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so like those were like those were just like really fun memories I've always had of going up. Um. And like I just remember, I always remember having having a just like a grand old time at your guys' house because yeah. like you ran the daycare, so you had like all the toys. Yeah. And um, Ryan and Ryan and them, they're older than me. Um, I mean, Michael's two years older than Becca, three years older than Becca. So Michael's gonna be twenty eight this year. Oh, he's only two years older than me. Yeah, he. Oh, I, I, for some reason, I thought Michael's. A he lot was older born. Than me. He was born in ninety four. Oh, okay, and then Beck, so he's ninety four, Becca ninety five, and I was ninety six. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Mikey was always close to us. Yeah. Um I remember watching Mikey play soccer, mm -hmm. and I think that's and we we always kind of got attracted to soccer. Me and Becca did, mm -hmm. but I remember like Mikey was a big reason why I kept playing soccer. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. if he plays it, I can play it. Like that's yeah. gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, but I that that was an interesting. Uh, idea or thought that I had was like I wonder how well it was received to to have like just a whole new person for the very first time, especially with such a large family and like how well that would have been received. Um, so it was kind of one of those things I was interested about. I, um, I think once they met him, he was well received. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, I don't know that anybody ever had a problem with him. He was just a mystery man for a while. <laughs> yeah, he was just, you know, he was just the, someone that, you know, that they 
you know, right. so, yeah, I have no clue. I don't even know. I can't even think of when they would, uh, when it have been the first time that I don't, I don't remember. I'd have to, he, he probably would remember. Fair enough. Um, so you and sort of get married, you have four kids, mm-hmm. Ryan, Lindsay, Whitney, Michael, mm-hmm. and they have, what was the, what's the pattern for all their names? It's the second letter and each name is a Y, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Cause don't ask, don't ask me why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> because well, I remember, I remember just, like seeing Michael's name, and I'm like, "That's not how you spell Michael." <laughs> yeah. It just started with the uh, R Y Ryan, and then Lindsay <laughs> because Jennifer Lynn, my you know Jenny's mm-hmm. Aunt Jenny. So I thought I want to do something, so I did Lindsay, and then Whitney was just, you know then it was just oh it's L Y you know R Y fair enough. So um, yeah. So I kind of want to talk about, um, you know, your your life now as a mom. Like you're mm-hmm. seeing it from a different point of view instead of being the daughter mm-hmm. and, you know, being the sibling. Like now you're the mother of of these four kids. Um, and so what what was the, what's that shift? What was that shift like for you? What was that, um, what are some things that you've, you learned and that being a mother versus, you know, being the oldest of eight? Um, what's the difference between all of that? I mean, obviously there's a big difference, but what were some of the things that you learned being the oldest that kind of helped with motherhood? I do think, I do think that being the oldest, I was, I've been around kids a lot, you know? So Mm -hmm. I, even though I thought I knew everything, you know, you don't really know until you, you know, have kids of your own, how much. You know, because you can take a kid for a couple hours, three hours, four, even watch a kid for five hours and be fine. But then when you're responsible for them for 24 hours, seven days a week, it's a little different. But I do think being the oldest and just having, you know, that, you know, that responsibility and, you know, diapers and feeding and, you know, I I mean, I knew all that. I'd been around all that. Um, And then, you know, seeing my mom and, you know you know, what, what, you know, what she did. And so. Fair enough. Um, what, what were some of those difficulties that, you know, as you were having, when you were having your kids, what were some of those difficulties that you really, that you started to realize early on that you didn't think that you would ever come up with, um, being a mom? Difficulties that I had that I didn't think I would have. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Um, probably not having, you know, being around family. You know, my mom mm-hmm. had, you know, we lived in pretty much U- Utah for pretty much, you know, I was like 12, I think, mm-hmm. when we moved in. Or maybe even earlier than that. Oh, no, I was er so we lived by my grandma, you know, my mom's mom. And then mm-hmm. my dad's mom was, you know, in Evanston. So we always were surrounded by family. Right. So I think not being surrounded by family and not, you know, having that um, uh, help, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You're on your, you know, on your own type thing. But I don't remember thinking, I don't know. Um Maybe attitudes like, you know, my mom always saying, I hope you have one just like you. 
<laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then I have one like me, and her name is Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> A real public like, experience. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, I'm never going to say that to you because I don't <laughs> want that for you. <laughs> you know? Um, But I can't think of anything that I, off the top of my head, that I... That would be that wouldn't I wouldn't have a problem. That maybe did maybe the racial thing, you know, because I was just such I was naive about that, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe that. Fair enough. Um, you mentioned that being close to family, like that was a big part of you guys. You you being young, younger, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and being away from them is was pretty difficult. But like your kids now <clears throat> is like. Ryan's in New Mexico. Lindsay's in Washington now, right? Mm-hmm. She left for that. And Whitney's in New Jersey. Michael's in Colorado. So, like, close is not the definition of your current family now. And you guys are in Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what is it, you know, what do you do in order for you to, like, maintain, still maintain that closeness with, with you know, as Ryan has had his kids and yeah. Whitney's had her kid? Like, what's that been like? for you and I do I know we text incessantly again group texts every week Mm -hmm. um usually it's in re in um response to Stuart's TikToks uh (laughs) well no that he finds you know (laughs) and then um I I travel a lot you know I travel out to see them a, a lot quite often um um, and I will say that when our, when we get together, it's like, we've never been apart. You know, we pick mm-hmm. up the laughter, the funniness, the joking around the, yeah. uh, um, I try to FaceTime like Ryan, Ryan and his kids. I'll try to FaceTime them once a week, mm-hmm. um, just to, you know, you know, check up on them and, you know, and and it's interesting when you're growing up back in my day, when I was a little kid, you know, it cost money to make a long distance phone call. Right. You know, so you didn't, you, you couldn't make those phone calls. Like you, Mm -hmm. I mean, now, gosh, you know, look at us now we're looking at each other, you know, talking, right. You know, and that just was unheard of, Mm -hmm. you know, so technology has really helped, you know, keep being able to keep kids, you know, families closer. Yeah, I imagine so. I, and that's one of the things that I've also noticed. I think me, Nick, and Beck are the similar in that way where when we get together, it's almost as if, like, like yeah. the, the how often the, the five of us, my parents and my siblings, are all together. It's pretty rare nowadays. Mm-hmm. Even some holidays, like, they split holidays. So when mm-hmm. all the, you know, Christmas is at Tyler's and Megan's, and then um, it's like we're not always together, but when we're all together, like, it's like we've never been apart. Apart, yeah. I mean, I remember... We did a, the last family reunion we did in, well, not the last one, the two before Michael and Lindsay came up. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember, I remember that, like, it's just like, I think at the time they were both living in Colorado, mm-hmm. but like, it is one of those things where it's like, you just, it's mm-hmm. like, you've, they've never been apart. And it's like, that's what I remember Lindsay and Michael being mm-hmm. when I was nine. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, like those are the same exact people that same, when yes. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I always found fun. I'm really going to try it there. I'm really going to try and get them to come out for this family reunion. 
Um, yeah, this upcoming Lindsay's, one. Lindsay's, uh, I think, event of all of them, she's the one that's pretty sure. Um, I already mm. booked our little Airbnb there in Evanston. Believe it or not, there's an Airbnb in Evanston. Really? <laughs> nice. I already booked it today, so hey. we got a place to stay. And um, but yeah, so I'm I'm hoping to get some of them there. That would be fun because yeah. I don't think I I saw Ryan. I've saw, I've seen Ryan. I came back from summer sales in San Antonio, and I stopped in New Mexico. Oh, uh-huh. we hung out for like an hour. So yeah, um, but I haven't seen Whitney. And, but when he's back east, and I don't remember the last time I went. I, I mean, I was in. I did summer sales back east, but. I was pretty tight on money then, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> but being able to see everybody and come together, mm-hmm. like that's that is the nice part about those family reunions. Is like I wouldn't it, normally see, right? Um, which sucks, but at the same time, we all have our own lives, and it all yeah, kind of keeps going up. <laughs> is Stewie gonna come? Can he can he get away? Oh, Uncle Stort. Well, it's that's <laughs> their fishing season. That's where he's oh. been. They open gotcha. their season is from April to November, and gotcha. so okay. the the plant runs twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. So mm. during that time, so gosh dang it, I know some poor timing on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you ever? Did you ever think that you were going to end up in Louisiana? No. no well, <laughs> I knew we'd end up here once we retired. I knew that only because oh, okay. just where he, you know, he was from and right. And that's just, you know, I knew that. I didn't think I'd be here now. I didn't think I'd, you know, be raising, you know, cattle. And I'm now doing a, we had to bring a calf home yesterday because the mom rejected it. So now I'm oh. a new, I'm a cow mom. <laughs> Feeding the calf twice a day and, nice. uh, you know, fixing fans. And, no. Yeah. Yeah. Not in a million years. <laughs> Driving a tractor. Dragging the field, no. Going from going from daycare to farm work. Yeah. Never mm-hmm. thought I'd seen it happen. Yeah. Kid, <laughs> going from kid daycare to cow daycare. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I've got two more questions for you before we okay. wrap up. Um, uh, and they're pretty, you know, they're just kind of personal to you. Um, first thing is, you know, we talk about Uncle Stewart a lot. Um, we talk about, you know, I talk about how, how, I'm, the memories I've had with him. You know, he's, you know, the, the father of the four kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is, what is Uncle Stuart? What does he mean to you? Like what, what, yeah, what is, what does Uncle Stuart mean to you? He's my world. I mean, he's the, you know, he's the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. Um, he's my best friend. Um, I mean, we spend a lot of time together, and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, he's my rock, my soulmate, you know, my eternal companion, mm-hmm. you name it. <laughs> that's what that's, Uncle Stewart that's, is. That's what he is to me, yeah. I love it. Um, at the end of all of these episodes that I do, I ask whoever I'm talking to um, to give some form of life advice. You know, you've got grandkids, mm-hmm. um, and so it's kind of tailored specifically to, you know, 
the future generations if they ever have the chance to really sit down and have a conversation like this with you mm-hmm. um, and they never get to hear stories that you would have told if you had the ch- opportunity to. Um, so what is some life advice that you have to whoever's listening now or in the future? I think my life would be you have to live in the moment. You have to live in the in the moment now. You you can't worry about what you did yesterday and what you didn't do right the day before or last year or 10 years ago. You have to live in the moment because the you know to like I say the saying tomorrow is not promised. I'm not promised the next 5 minutes. You know, and you just have to be able to live in the moment to um be present you know be present in that moment and and serve serve as many people as you possibly can you know whether it be as simple as putting your shopping cart in the you know in the basket carrier walking those 10 or 15 you know to make someone else's life lighter not only is that helping them but it makes you feel good about yourself you know Mm-hmm. But just live in the moment, you know. Don't worry about what you did ten years ago. You can't change it. Right. <laughs> you can't, you yeah. can't change it. You know, you can't change the fact, you know, I used to worry so much about, you know, my kids not being active in the church. Well, oh, what a terrible mom I was, and oh, you know, if I'd only done this, only done that. I was like, you know, Deanne, your kids are good kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they're good parents, they're great human beings, they're productive people in society. That's a plus. Mm-hmm. You, you, you've succeeded, you know. Yeah. So just live in the moment. So I like it. I like it. Well, I appreciate you doing this. I appreciate you sitting down with me. Oh, yeah. I <clears> it's, been nice. yeah it's been nice. It's been It's been a lot of fun. And, yeah. again, I... Thank you for your support. I know you've listened to a couple of them. Oh, yes. It yes, means, yes, yes. It mean, I, I think I haven't listened to the last two two or three, I think. But, yeah. They're fun. Oh, yeah. They're fun. I, 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 I And it's it's nice because these are, like, I try to be the most authentic me as possible. Right. And, like, how I am most throughout my day-to-day life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think sometimes sometimes my mom will listen to them and be like, oh, Ben, now <laughs> you need to relax. But... So sometimes I, I sometimes I think that in the back of my mind I'm like my mom probably just every time I just start to get loud or say say words she doesn't want me to say she probably just goes stop it <laughs> so but um, again I'm grateful for you I love you so much I love you too um, I'm glad I'm glad that as we get older I've got I I never really thought that I was really close with you but as I, we've gotten older and. I feel like I'm just clo- I'm getting closer with you guys more and more, as we you know, call or talk or whatever it is, um, and so I'm really glad that that's the the relationship that we have now, because um, it's been fun. Absolutely, absolutely. Alrighty, well I will talk with you later, and I will for sure see you, for the family reunion this summer. Awesome, thank you. Take care. Love you too. Bye.